It's time now for all things Gators, all things orange and blue. Dan Hicken and Frank Frangie. What's up, Hick? Oh, always glad to be here with you, Frank. Southeast Orthopedic Specialist. Also glad to be along Northeast Florida's leading orthopedic center providing unparalleled level of care across numerous locations over here in Jacksonville and St. Augustine, Riverside, Northside, Southside, Beaches, Fleming Island, and St. John's. So Southeast Orthopedic's doing their best job that they can. They have urgent ortho care, too. If you get injured, you don't have to go to the ER or the hospital. As we continue to uh, deal with this coronavirus pandemic that is now, we were just talking coming in, uh, boy, about 30, 33 days here since this thing started. So, I didn't realize it had been 33 yeah. days, but, boy, that puts it in perspective. It- hey, let me, I want to jump right in. I want to ask you something. I, I was bothered by um, – our guy at Wisconsin, Barry Alvarez, okay. uh, he said, you know, we're not going to allow the kids to come back. I right. don't think there are going to be a lot of kids coming back, but certainly that option. You know, you don't understand how this – well, you know what, Barry? I mean, right. the pole vault girl wants to come back and give it another shot at winning. Maybe her goal was to right. win that Big Ten championship or the doubles team that wanted that one more year because this year they had really gotten better and they were – what is the big deal? Am, am I missing something here? Am I being not knowing enough about how the college game works? I would be. I would feel the same if Florida said the same thing, though. I think that. All right. Well, listen. Then I tell you what. From here on out, then you guys start paying us. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I. I. I think number one, you're talking about a spring sport athlete. Yes. Yeah. I. I, I think. I can't. I'm, I, I'm sure he's trying to manage the budget. I understand. And I'm sure he's trying to say if we let every spring sport athlete come back, we will. I don't think every it. spring sport athlete is going to come right. back. I agree. Right. But I think this is one time you just have to be under budget or, or over budget. Right. Whatever. I think that I totally agree with you. I think this is one. This is such an unusual situation. The people have worked their lives for this. If they want to come back, you let them come back. End of conversation. Totally agree with you, Dan. I think you let people come back that want to come back. And I think you're right. Some won't. Right. Some some are just going to get on to life in the business world. Many some, will. Some are going to. Pr- I think. Prof- uh, in baseball, will will pursue a professional career. Sure. Some will come back and weren't playing that much anyway. Right. You know. So, but yeah, the ones that you guess this is one time you can't lock into your rules. What happens though, Dan? And I think what you've seen what ha- what is happening here. Mm-hmm. Anytime somebody makes a pound the pulpit statement, right? It's a, it's the mistake. Don't make a pound the pulpit. Right. Statement. That, right. Don't don't say. This is what it's – you know, we don't know. We don't know what tomorrow – Correct. this pandemic, we don't know what tomorrow is going to be. Right. We don't know. Yeah, we can't. So it's like – and one of the things we do, obviously, we do radio shows in Jacksonville. We talk about what's going to happen in the future. And you're right, because anytime somebody comes out – Kirk Herbstreit caught a lot of right. criticism for almost two and a half weeks ago or three weeks ago saying, look, I don't think there's going to be college football. I mean, uh, until there's a vaccine. And, and again – uh, nobody knows how this thing is going to play out. I do know that America wants to get back to work. I do know that, you know, our leaders are working on these things. I do know that everybody's working hard. I just wish everybody would bond together, but that's right. either here nor there. But, uh, 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 you know, and, and obviously for us, lovers of the college game and college sports uh, uh, and, and football being a big part of our lives, we desperately want to see football uh, played. But, you know, we have to understand I have a, I have a, a son who – We'll play high school. He's played high school football. He desperately wants to play high school football. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I will say this, having said all that. Mm-hmm. I do get a sense now, though, Dan, mm-hmm. that we're going to have football. Now, Good. I don't know when, and I don't know if I'm right. Yeah. I don't know when we're going to have football. I would agree if you asked me, if right, we were to sit right. here and speculate. But I would ask you then, okay, well, let's say they meet for camp and they get going right. in August and – they're three days out from playing, and uh, positive. yeah, somebody tests yeah, positive. I, I, then I, what's the answer? I think the challenge right now mm-hmm. is having that answer. I right. think the challenge right now 
is before you before anybody comes back, being able to answer the uh, you're a day before playing and three guys test positive. Right. What do you do? Are we forfeit? Yeah. Is there? Do we quarantine? Well, do and we? And, 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 and if those are the answers, then you don't come back. Right. Until you know the the answer's got to be well. We have testing in place. Right. Uh, we the have, best answer would be we have medicines right, now. Right. We have yeah. medicine, right. We're not going to have a vaccine. Right. But we might have medicines to help cure it or, or to help deal with it, deal with the symptoms. But until we have those answers, they're not playing. Yeah. That that's the bottom line. Right. Till because none of these sports can come back if the possibility that one positive test shelves them again, then you don't come back. So 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 my guess is we'll have we'll have football. I also will guess that college football will start differently. Maybe the season starts on time, although I think that's probably uh, unlikely. But I don't think media days and camp and – Right. I, I think we – Those can, will be different. Those are different. I, I would I agree. Think, uh, I've been to like – I think there's been 37. I've been to like 33, all of them in a row except I missed like 02. Mm-hmm. We are changing radio stations. But you, okay. know, you don't need media days. No, you don't. It won't hurt the passion whatsoever right, for football. Right. People are will be so excited about sports coming back and football particularly – that they'll be through over the moon ready for it. So I would I would agree with you. Let's talk a little bit about Florida football. Okay. And also let's with the draft being ten days away, let's look at some of the draft picks, some Gator draft picks through history here okay. and, and have some fun with that. But let's start with the Gator football team coming up this year where expectations are going to be through the roof. Right. Which is a great thing. Right. That's what you want. And that's what Dan Mullen has earned. And now the question is, can he take them over the top? Well, the conversation now is, since now it's official, no one's going to have spring practice. Right. Okay. No right. No, right. Now, now we now know for a fact that no one's doing anything. We we we've had these other podcasts, and we we were kind of all around it, but we weren't sure exactly where it was going to land. Well, now we know there's no spring practice. Mm-hmm. So, two thoughts. Logic would tell you, Dan, that Florida now has a huge advantage. Yes. Because they've got a coach a play caller, a quarterback who's already been doing it. Right. Georgia, the biggest competition in the East, is bringing in a new play caller in Todd Munkin. Yes. Who I know well. You know Todd. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, we used to be with the Jaguars. Used to live in my neighborhood, in fact. They're bringing in a new play caller in Todd Munkin. They're bringing in new quarterbacks. Jamie Newman, the transfer from Wake Forest. Right. Carson Beck, of course, the freshman from here in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of new in today's in today's football where there's so much – involved in play calling and offenses, knowing offenses, knowing checks and knowing calls, mm-hmm. you would think Florida would have a huge advantage over LSU, who's starting not a, who's bringing in a new coordinator right. and a new starter. Um, Alabama's got the same stuff, so they'd have an advantage. Georgia's new. Uh, Florida State's everything is new. So you would think on the surface Florida's got an advantage if nobody can do their stuff. Now, two things to that. Yes. Number one, whoever is managing it best has the advantage. Well, I like to petition uh, right now and play Florida Georgia as the opener. Yeah, is that, is right. that doable? Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'll, I will sign Labor Day weekend. I'll sign the what do you, in here in Jacksonville. Get, but I'll sign the petition. Can we do that? Yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> but 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 truly, Dan, I think number one, I think you would think Florida has an advantage. But whoever manages the Zoom and the conferences, right? Whoever manages that the best. The only downside, I'll tell you this again, mm-hmm. one advantage I thought Florida had over everybody these days or many teams is more time Nick Savage is with those guys the yes. better. Because I think he's better than a lot of the strength coaches. I like that. And now he can't be with them just like the other strength coaches can. But having said all that, Florida knows its quarterback. 
Florida knows its play caller. Florida knows its playbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some other teams are having to learn that. So I've I got to believe that's an advantage, Florida. And I like the expectations, man. I, again, I don't know how all this changes it. Yeah. But I like how good I think their team will be. I like that seven defensive starters are back. I like the fact that four of the five offensive linemen are back. I like the fact that Trask is back. I like the fact that Emory Jones is ready to go. I, I I have great confidence level in this football team. I really Listen, do. it's way too early, uh, but we talked over under last week, and right. where, and so in your mind, then would the season? What? How would you characterize a season if Florida had a season like they had last year? Yeah, eleven and two didn't go to Atlanta. Won a New Year's Six Bowl. Could you could you be disappointed with something like that? Yeah, that that's the whole paradigm. Is it? <laughs> is, is if you build it really quickly? Yeah. Do you create expectations you can't live up to? Yeah. Uh, I can't tell you how many programs I've seen a coach gets fired. Dan Miller's never getting fired, but coach gets fired in year five or six yeah. because he had so much success in year two and three. I talk yeah. about my friend Ron Zook all the time. Yeah. May, he will tell you probably the worst thing he did Gene in Illinois. Gene Chizik is another one yeah, that comes right. to mind. Zook at Illinois, the yeah. worst thing he did was go to the Rose Bowl in year three. Yeah. Year three is in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. So by year six and seven. Seven and five don't look so good. That's exactly right. Yeah. And so, so – but, uh, but, no, I, I think, again, I think Mullen's really good. I think they're built. We don't know how this pandemic's going to affect stuff. Mm-hmm. Is a guy coming back in not as good a shape? But, yes, to your question, I would be a little bit disappointed. Wow. Yeah, it's and tough. I, and I feel bad that I, I would. I know. I feel guilty that – but I can yeah. lie and tell you I wouldn't. Well, you I, know I, what? I, I wouldn't be telling you the truth. Uh, if, they, if you gave true serum to Dan Mullen, he might say the same thing. I think he would. I think, I think I think they're, to, to his credit – he got off that plane, yep. doing the doing, doing the chomp, mm-hmm. walked up and said, "Our goal is to win the championship." Mm-hmm. He he made no bones about it. No, he did. He is never he is never uh, caved, Dan, to the the ridiculous expectations at Florida that are probably more extreme than anybody else. I, I saw this this guy Neil Blackman who writes on Saturday. Yeah. Night. he's mm-hmm. a really good writer. Really good writer. I don't know who he is. I don't know yeah. who he works for. Is he a lawyer? Is he a writer? I don't know what I don't he know. is. But he's really good. He's a really good writer. And he made a great point. He said, expectations, for whatever reason, Florida's different. Even yeah. they're, they're, the expectations are different. The, he made a – I'd forgotten this, but after the 2004 season mm-hmm. in basketball, mm-hmm. a petition was going on at the Avenue of the Americas. At, is that what they call it? Mm-hmm. Florida, the Avenue yeah. of the Americas? Is that, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Or the or – the, uh, the, not the Avenue of the Americas. That's, no. That's, that's in New York. The – <laughs> Some, the something of the Americas there yeah. in, in Florida, okay? yeah. The Plaza of the Americas, whatever. Thank you. That to to have Billy Donovan fired, Jeez. they were sending a petition around because I think a Manhattan they just blown them out. Yeah, they they had a, a blowout loss to Manhattan, five twelve. Yes, in the five twelve game, and, and Manhattan beat them by like eighteen points. Mm-hmm. And there was a petition going around to fire Billy Donovan, to fire Billy Donovan. That's okay. not a good idea. Yeah, and so and then of course then then they whoever they, made that petition, where are you now? Yeah, right, well, but is that you, Hallie B? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's my point. Is so so the the expectations are high, at Florida, but I think they're going to be very good. All right, uh, Frank, I've got some draft nuggets here. I'm just looking back through, the, through my history here, and I love this stuff. Now, you know, my first year there was '81, so '82. This guy, the '82 top pick. Uh, went round two, pick 11. I remember him well. I love the guy. Nice defensive tackle. You'll know him if you hear his name. Um, in fact, you'll probably tell me where he's from, which I don't know. Okay. Uh, he went to the St. Louis Rams. 
uh, Cardinals. Cardinals. Okay, <laughs> my bad. Um, David Galloway. David Galloway. David, David Galloway. Galloway. Well, let me tell you the best thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, can I tell you the best David Galloway story? The one Please you do. Yes. Um, David, really good player in college. Good player. Um, the, uh, in the Norman gym. Yes. Uh, second round. Okay. Of the intramurals. Oh. Okay. Uh, 1979. Okay. All right. All right. Um, had a really good team. Played on a really good team, went undefeated in the four, went four and zero in the. Okay. Won the first two playoff games. Yeah. The third round. Okay. Yeah. 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 Got matched up against the football players. Uh huh. Okay. Collinsworth among them. This um, is your team. My team. Oh. My team. Good team. Darn good team. Okay. No three pointers back then. You just made a lot of jump shots. Ran okay? into the football guys. Ran into the football guys. May or may not have tried to get to the rack one time. Yeah. Left-handed layup on the left side. David Galloway might have swatted that thing halfway to Keystone Heights, Dan. <laughs> so that's my best David Galloway story. I mean, that's a story. very good story. It's when David Galloway swatted me. Okay, Do you remember? That's my, that's my answer to your David Galloway that's, question. That's all I need. Him swatting me. That's all okay? I need. I, along those lines, I was – you may have played in it. We played – maybe Shane brought a team of former Gators, and we played against them. I ran into Johnny Church. Okay. <laughs> I did not. I remember the game. It was very uh, uh, hurtful. Right. Right. <laughs> Johnny Church. Johnny physical man. I was like, gosh, there's a different kind of like solid had to a, you guys. Got a cup of coffee with the Jaguars later, did Johnny Different Church. kind of solid. Uh, but, but David Galloway was a very good college player. Yes. I thought he would be a good pro, never made it up. But mm-hmm. he, was, he was a good player. Defensive First end round pick in 1983 draft to the Detroit Lions would have been who, Frank Frangi? First round draft pick? Yes, 13th pick overall. In you should know this. I, yes. I, I should. Get uh, your 83 hat on. James Jones. Very nice. Yeah, James Jones. Both tight ends also went that year. Okay. In 83, mm. uh, Mike Malarkey. Yes. Would have gone. Yes. And but uh, way ahead of him, the way, other guy. In 83. Mm-hmm. Faulkner would have been yes, gone. It was no, Chris Faulkner yes. still there. Okay. And then, of course, my fraternity brother, Danny Fike, who went yeah. to the USFL. Yeah. was a 10th round pick. Uh, 84 draft, Frank Frangi, 11th overall. Um, from the 83 team. Yes, Frank. With, with, oh, with, what a player. From the 83 team. One of the best Gators of all time. Wilbur. Thank you. Wilbur Marshall. Okay. Followed by uh, Tony Lilly. Yeah. A couple of your favorites, Randy Clark and John Hunt. Who didn't love those two? Huh? Okay. John Hunt, future uh, Gator offensive line coach. We had two first-round picks in 85. Uh, two, uh, one was a top tenner. Okay. Lorenzo Hampton was in that group. Yes, he was. Okay. He went to the Dolphins at okay. 27th overall. Okay. Uh, so there's a top 10 guy mm-hmm. on that same 84 team. Yes. Lomas Brown, I would Lomas guess. Brown, who along with the, the Great Wall representatives Crawford, Big Daddy Kerr, and Billy Hinson. Yes. Both also of, drafted. Can you name the other two? That would be my question for you. Zim? Uh, look at you. Huh? Look at you. And who's the other one? Well, I don't know. Really. I'll go left to right. I'll go um, Lomas. Yes. Crawford Kerr. Yes. Uh, oh, you, you forgot the center. Who's the center? I need a center on that team, please. Uh, do not let me down. You got oh, Aaron Walker no. two weeks ago. I did. You can't get Aaron Walker and not get the center on this team. Oh, God. So the, 83, uh, 84. The Great Wall. The two, great wall. The great two wall. guards were Henson and I know the Zim. center. I know the center. It's, you, um, you do know the center. I'll give you one hint that will give it to you, but I'm not going to do it yet. No, I give up. Who is it? Well, he had a, it. his brother played later on the offensive line. Who is it? Phil Bromley. Phil Bromley. Brother Chris played later on the offensive Very line. Very nice. So there you go. Now we had two first-round picks in 86. Would you like to name those two? Uh, 86. I've been pretty hot on these. You're but, hot. These uh, are these are both. Uh, one went 15th. One went 27th. 
Both After. played, had wonderful careers uh, and in the, the NFL. And were great players at Florida. Uh, Lewis Oliver? Mm-mm. No. You're off a year, I think. Yeah, I am off a year. Uh, 85, off the 84 team. Yes. Alonzo Johnson went in the second round. Yeah, he did. Criswell went in the fifth round. Yeah, okay, so I'll, I'll, off the two first rounders off the 84 team. Hang on, yeah. hang on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, uh, uh, Neil Anderson? Thank you. Okay. And? And John L. Yes, okay, there you go. Very good. Uh, Ricky the Rocket went in 87. Yeah. Uh, Clifford Charlton went in 88. Right. Uh, look at, okay, give me the three first-rounders in 89. Three first-rounders wow. off that team. Wow. Off the 88 team? Yeah. Uh, Trace Armstrong? No. Very nice. Oh, Trace Armstrong. Okay, Trace Armstrong. The highest pick at 12. Okay. Uh, so, Trace Armstrong. You might have mentioned the other one already. Lou Here's, Oliver? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sweet Lou, Trace Armstrong. Lou. There's another one? Yeah. First rounder? Yeah, better known for a story in the NFL uh, off the field, uh, but a solid uh, performer for his years in the league and with the Gators. Uh, Best known for, uh, this will give it away, but best known for choosing to uh, watch his wife give birth to their child. You remember that? No. David Williams. Dave, uh, yes, yes, he did, David yes. Williams. I would not have gotten David Williams. Okay. At 90, there was just one guy. He was okay, Emmett. Yeah, he uh, did all right. 91 was Huey. Right. He um, did not do so well. 92, not a great year. We did not have a lot of uh, – no first-rounders. No first-rounders. Tony right. McCoy went in the fourth round. Yeah. Dexter McNabb in the fifth round. Cal Dixon, fifth Where's round. Culpepper, where did he go? Timmy Pock went in the seventh round. Fee Bartley went in the yeah. ninth round. Yeah. Hisham Ismail went in the eighth round. Culpepper went in the tenth round. Tenth round, wow. How about that? How about that, bro? Let, Let me go. find another year where we had multiples. Uh, how about 96 draft? 95 draft. We had two bad A.D. linemen go. Uh, A.D. linemen. Two bad – a defensive line. Oh, uh, what year? 95 draft. Uh, Kevin Carter. Very nice. Sixth overall, by the way. And um, another D lineman? Yes, this guy might have been co-MVP of the SEC championship game, if I'm not mistaken. Ellis Johnson. Very nice. Yeah, Was right. he? Did, does that remember? Do you remember yeah, that? Good, good player. Good player. Let's see if we got anybody else. Oh, how about the two receivers in the 97 draft? Well, that would have been uh, Hilliard yeah. Anthony. Very nice. And then we had two first-rounders in 98. One of them came to Jacksonville, but who was the other? Okay, Freddie T came. And yes. um, there was another in that night. Uh, Curse? No, Curse? no, 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 no. Uh, I think he's passed away, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yes. And he's a first-round draft pick. Yes. I hope I get that right. If not, you'll correct me, hopefully. Uh, on the 97 team. Yeah. Freddie T was the running team. I think he said after the win over FSU, I got three words for you, uh, ACC. (laughs) I think he said that into our cameras. Fun guy, fun-loving, gregarious offensive lineman. I don't know. Mo Collins. Mo Collins. Yes, he was a very good player. I I don't know. Mo passed. I don't know. So Kirsten McGrew went the following year. Uh, Travis Taylor in two thousand. Tenth overall, I think. Very nice. Big money. One Big of the highest money. Gator picks ever. Third overall. Third overall. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Along with Kenyatta Walker. Yes, yes. Uh, Lito and Jabbar Gaffney. Yep. Two Jacksonville kids went in the 0-2 draft. Yeah. So, you know, it's just fun to see all these guys. Who... So, I, so I got one for you. I wrote, I wrote okay. this in a column oh. for 1010XL. All so right. If you saw the column, you know this. If okay. You, you won't. Um, I read your columns. Okay. So Emmett is the greatest Gator, greatest NFL Gator of all time. Yes. By, by a wide margin. Yes. Okay. Emmett's okay. 
Now there's other guys on the West Chandler, yeah, Wilbur Marshall, mm-hmm. uh, Jack Youngblood in that the hall, Jack Youngblood Hall of Famer, yeah. yeah. So um, there's other guys that are on the ballot, Louis mm-hmm. Brown. Mm-hmm. But you know who might turn out to be the, and if you saw the column, you saw this. Who yeah. might turn out to be second overall, but next to Emmett, the greatest NFL player ever from Florida. Is he currently playing? Currently playing. Who? Marquise Pouncey. Yes, all Mar- decade. Mar- well, think about good this Good point. Think about, he, think about this. That's a good one. He's a center that is roundly regarded. And I still get him confused with his brother. Yeah, but Marquise was a guard <laughs> at Florida. Mike yes. was the center. But they're both. Which one played defensive line first year? Remember they? Mike. Okay. Mike. Mike. Yes. So, Marquise was a little more advanced. Correct. Okay. Marquise Pouncey, the center for the Steelers, mm-hmm. has, Danny's only 30. He's had he's been to eight Pro Bowls. Wow. He's thirty. Wow. And he's been to eight. Okay. He's two time first team All Pro, three more times second team All Pro. Wow. All decade team. We're talking eight, Hall of Fame. There's no if he yeah. quit today, he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Eight time Pro Bowler, and he's thirty, and he's in pretty good shape. He's probably going to play four or five more years. He won't he be the second greatest Gator ever. Wow, that's a great one. I mean, think about that. That's I mean, a nice pull. And I and I realized when I saw the All Decade team, is that what jogged it for you? Like that they did, thought that much of him. And that, I tell you what else jogged it for. Uh-huh. Me. I'm watching the back in my pulled really hard for the Steeler days. Mm-hmm. I went to my wife and I went to the Steelers just before I did the Jags game. Mm-hmm. Steelers Packers Super Bowl in Dallas. Yes. And I'm watching the game. It's back and forth, and the Packers win the game, right? Right. And uh, it's a back and forth game. Comes down to the wire. The Steelers were a big running team. The Packers were a passing team. Pouncey didn't play in the game. They showed him on the sideline. Some backup dude was playing center because he had a shoulder. And they said one of the reasons, things that really hurt them is that they didn't have Pouncey. And I'm thinking, and he's only third, second or third year in the league. Right. Now. And I remember thinking to myself, you know what? This guy, and then I went back and looked it up, eight Pro Bowls. Well, we could go on and on, but this, this, this leads it to an offshoot now. I will have to ask you to please name the Lakeland Seven. The Lakeland Seven. I can, <laughs> you know what? Because you challenged me. Yes, I did. I don't know that I can get all seven. But yeah. Here, but here's what I can can you okay. on a Monday podcast. Yeah, very nice. I give you both. I give you both pounces. You can. I give you rainy. Okay. I'm on black. Very good. There was a receiver named Paul Wilson. Very nice. Okay, that's five. Yeah. <sighs> oh, this is where it gets dicey. Yeah, I may have to. Th- I don't know. I'm okay. Have, I, I, I just gave, came to my mind. I came here. right out of the gate with those five. That's impressive. Um, oh, I know one. Can I give you one? Yeah. John Brown, the most disappointing the, the of defensive linemen. Yeah, right. John, John Brown, Brown was going to yes. probably the highest recruit of uh, them all. Yeah, and, uh, and is I, that fair to say? It is. It is. He absolutely was, and I don't know the other one. So the other one. Well, I've, I thought Paul Wilson was the pull. Paul of all Wilson pulls. was just, a hell of a pull. That was a, one of the great pulls of all time. If yeah. you really want to know the truth, yeah. About it. So, so there you go. Um, well done. All right, let's get to hoops for a second before okay. we wrap this thing. All right. Nebhart hasn't announced. Somebody said he's coming back, but he hasn't announced, right? Okay, no. no, no, no you no. haven't seen it. And Keontae Johnson hasn't announced. No, 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 no. But both could come back. Is, is what does a – I had this discussion the other day on the radio. Uh, Keontae Johnson, to me, would be an elite European player. Yes, yes, agreed. Any idea what those guys make these days? Are they are they still in the half a million dollar a year range? The, the I would guess. I would guess. I I don't know the answer, but I, yeah, I, I would guess they probably because a lot of those guys go over there that make a hundred grand, which yeah. is not. Listen again, yeah. hundred grand is a hundred grand. But it's, I would I would think a great player in this day and age couldn't could make a million dollars. You wouldn't think? I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I I'm kind of trying to research that because, and I don't know family situations right. and such. But if you 
you know, if you need money, and Keontae Johnson's not going to grow. Right. And he just made first-team All-SEC. Right. As a forward, as a power forward who's 6'5". But he can play in Europe. Yeah, yeah. I and agree. he'll be a highly sought-after guy, I would think. Yeah. He, uh, Chris Harry, who covers the team uh-huh. at FloridaGators.com, came on my radio show last mm-hmm. week. And he said after the day it was the day Scotty Lewis announced he was coming mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And he asked, "What do you think about the other two? He said, "Well, two things." He said, "I thought Nevhard would come out, right? Because Nevhard strikes me as a coming out guy, right?" And he made the point to me. Chris said, "Well, first of all, Nevhard, he said he's a guy that even if he doesn't make it in the NBA right away, mm-hmm. strikes you as a guy that wouldn't mind playing overseas for a while. But does anybody want to go overseas right now?" With right, the pandemic, maybe nobody wants to. That's a good nobody, point. Nobody, so, so maybe he, maybe he says, "I have no choice but to come back." Now let's just stay here and play it, and then go. Right. Yeah. Keontae Johnson, Chris told me, loves college life. Ah. Loves being at Florida. Good. Loves being a student there. Good. Loves his loves his dorm. Well, loves, we love that. He loves that. Well, so but so 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 I now all along I thought Nevhard would out would come out. Yeah. Lewis and Johnson would come back. Right. Now I'm thinking that they all come back. But let me ask you this: yeah. on this Monday, Dan. Yes, please. That now means 13 guys that all expect to play. There's no assigned to be a backup, okay? You now will have a 13-man roster, Yes. all of whom expect to play. I mean, mm-hmm. Glover and Jatobo were late signees that you could say maybe they don't expect. They played a bunch last year. Yes, they did. So, you have a, is 13 too many? Sure it is. all but, expect but to play. That's okay. That's a good thing to have, and that's okay to have because – they filter out there. Yeah, yeah. A few you're of right. them will leave, and, well, and, and then I think attrition, you, and they move. You take Glover and Jatobo and redshirt them. Yeah. in their second year. Yeah, do you redshirt the one six five freshman guard? Yeah. who's not as high. You know. Yeah. So, so you redshirt three guys, but yeah. still, but I'm just thinking that's a lot of guys. It is a lot of guys. It's a lot of guys. But I'll be that. I, I like that. I like that problem at right. a program like Florida. That's a good thing. Yeah. Final thing, we'll go. Yes, sir. I saw our friend Scott Carter, who does such a good job, also for FloridaGators.com, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sent a tweet out. Did you see the picture he took at the new baseball stadium? Oh. It is good. For baseball guys like us. You know, this Gary, year I, I had the pleasure to go when I – You went to the – I went to the box. Okay. I wanted to see Alex Box, and I went over and watched some baseball there. Oh, I didn't know at that. At LSU, oh, yes. okay. Yes. And I'd never been there before. All right. So that was fun for me. I've been to the old Alex Box, not the new yeah, one. Yeah, and it's, it's awesome. Yeah. That field looks better. It's going to be the, the the best one I think. Yeah. is in Columbia. Yeah, the one in South Carolina. Okay, it's unbelievable. Yeah, when they won a title, they built them a Taj Mahal. Uh-huh. It looks like a major league stadium, only smaller. Mississippi State ain't bad. Mississippi State they, because they've redone it. Yeah, I haven't seen the redone yeah, duty. The facilities nobody. and such ain't bad. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been there back in the but day. But I applaud. I'm so happy. But I him. can't wait to see. It looks I'm like so it's going to be magical. Yeah, I cannot wait to see. Yeah, I'm so happy that, that we we're yeah. we're doing and, and we are gonna, we are going to have sports back, and one day they're going to play there. Well, they are, so and maybe good. even next year. Yeah, which would be kind of a cool thing. All, all right, bro. that is all things Gators. All things are blue yeah and for the highest quality care rely on southeast orthopedic specialists for any orthopedic injury or concern log on to se-ortho.com frank have a great week you too hick